The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Hey everybody, welcome to the first episode of 2022, season three of I Had to Say It. So, yeah, I took a week off, we did get the newsletter launched, the first one's a little bare bones, it was more just so I could explain to people how it was going to be in the future. But I did get it launched. You can still sign up at I had to say it podcast.com. It's like on the home page there. There's a spot. Just put your email address in it. Click subscribe. It says you're subscribing to the blog, but it, realistically it's for the newsletter. I may start a blog if I have the time for it, but at the moment it's just I'm kinda things are kinda hectic. So it's not a blog. You're signing up for the newsletter. So yeah, this is the first episode of twenty twenty two. And 2021 couldn't leave without being one last little bit of a bastard since the last time I put an episode up. And we lost a legend. Betty White passed away New Year's Eve at 99 years old, just a couple weeks shy of her 100th birthday. And a lot of people out there, you know, everybody's like, she was a good one. And a lot of people are dealing with it in a lot of different ways. They're saying if 2022 turns out to be better than the year before, Betty White was a the new patron saint that died for our sins, and she's the new messiah and all this other stuff, and people are making a lot of jokes about it. Uh, personally, I I don't see a lot shocking in a 99-year-old woman dying in her sleep. Yeah, I hope she went peacefully. I hope she's you know running into all her dogs at the Rainbow Bridge or whatever you happen to believe about what comes next. And part of me, even though I know it's extremely unlikely, part of me hope was it would be fantastic if Betty was trolling all of us and she just decided, well, you know, my birthday's in a couple of weeks. I'll just lay low for a little while. We'll we'll put out the story that I died, and then she'll turn up at her birthday party that she was planning for her hundredth birthday and be like, "Gotcha, bitches." I don't think it's real likely, but it would be. It would it would put a smile on my face. And she is, when she was alive, she was known to have a hell of a sense of humor, a pretty wicked sense of humor. And considering some of the people she rubbed elbows with in, you know, society and in entertainment, there's, she's known to interact with some people with pretty wicked senses of humor. They could pull it off. Do I think it's real likely? No. It's a nice, nice little dream, but I don't think it's going to happen. But I guess we can wait and see. You know, if nothing else, on her birthday we should all take a minute out and remember her and think kindly back on all the great years she gave us. So yeah, that's uh that would but that was the end of 2021. You know, going going out with a, you know, big fuck you to all us. And it is what it is. Now to get into the meat and potatoes of what this episode is basically going to be. Uh, if you've been listening for a while, you kind of have an idea where things go with this, where I'm trying to take things. Most of what I talk about is things that I have a problem with that people are doing. I don't understand why they're doing it. I don't understand the mentality behind it. And I try to use the show as a forum to 
express my thoughts and opinions on the matters, to get things out there that aren't said by a lot of people that feel the same way, whether because they don't feel like they can or they're afraid of the reception of what they're going to say has or they're worried about being canceled or whatever. And if this is your first time listening to the show, that's the general gist of it. You can go back through the catalog. You can find out. I am very much so a supporter of you know letting people live their lives. A, a big proponent of mind your fucking business. And over the last couple of years, things have gotten really out of hand. And I've had some people that have sort of associated saying I seem to be picking on the left side of the political spectrum at the moment. And to a certain extent, I wouldn't say I'm picking on them, but I am calling them out more because that is where the more vocal side of things is at the moment. And that's where the extremists are. And those are the ones that are actively going after people and trying to cancel people for having opinions they don't agree with, for trying to ruin people's lives and livelihoods and all the different social media platforms that are giving people a voice to try and push their agendas. And it's never being delivered in a fair and balanced manner. It's just creating more division. It's fostering more problems. There are certain things that I really I take issue with them being supported. I don't care how liberal your beliefs are. There are certain things that are just fucking wrong. And no matter of how much media support you have, no matter how much your opinions on certain things are being amplified and echoed, it doesn't make them right or correct. And with the left being, by their definition, the party of inclusion, and I say by their definition, the party of inclusion, because they only are inclusive to people that want to go along with what they want. They are not willing to be inclusive or accepting of people whose ideologies disagree with theirs for whatever reason. And they are the ones that, in a very real way, are getting played. And they think they're doing things that are right and good for society in general. But they're having their movement and their voices co-opted and having extra things tacked onto it. Extra things that, from a purely analytical standpoint, should not be okay. But they're making the loudest noise. So they're so focused on the noise that some of the message is getting lost in the din. The last couple of weeks, I've been thinking about this really a lot. I've been following different social media accounts and watching the pushback and the mobilization of the people who up until recently have been more quiet, more reserved, not as vocal, not whether they've been choosing to play by the rules because they're concerned about getting canceled. And a lot of people are getting sick of it at this point to where they don't care anymore. And the pendulum has, as near as I can tell, started to kind of swing back. A lot of these content creators who have made names for themselves by being divisional, by being abrasive, by attacking people, by going after people that don't agree with them, are pulling back. They are losing support. They are not to say they're not still weaponizing their followers and aiming them and saying these people are bad, go get them because either they called me out or they said something I don't believe in and I don't agree with them. They shouldn't be allowed to have those opinions. Let's go ruin their lives. I'm not 100% sure because I've managed to avoid the attention of people like that because I'm not doing anything to hurt anybody. But, and realistically, I if you're going to come for me, you're going to come for me. It It will have repercussions. 
I may not have 10 million followers that I'm going to sick on somebody, but you try and ruin my life, it will have consequences. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, there, Yeah, so a lot of this seems to be dialing back. And now may be a, a good time. I mean, pe- people on both sides of the aisle, the people on the far left that were clamoring and making all this racket a year and a half ago have started to realize they've been fucked. None of the promises that were made to them were kept by the politicians that they put into power. Nothing is being done to try and validate or get us back to normal, quote-unquote. They just keep seizing more power and adding more restrictions, and the president keeps talking about more mandates, which the courts are finally starting to go, you know what, you don't have this authority, you don't have these rights, these are unconstitutional acts you're committing, and they're striking the orders down. Not to say that it's necessarily i i don't have a lot of faith in any career politician so i don't necessarily think that they're doing it right i just think they're better at reading the fucking room and they're probably realizing that our society is getting closer to a boiling point and the more extreme measures that are being put into place in other countries in the world are kind of acting as alarm bells to people in the united states that are getting fed up with this shit So now may be a good time to actually try and have a little adult discourse. So I'm going to present some thoughts I've had on the the left and the right to the extremists. They're never going to be able to find middle ground. They're never going to be able to find common ground. But I want to address the people who seem to think that being louder is the key to winning. That's fucking stupid. It's confrontational. It causes problems. Any victory gained through trying to drown out dissenting opinions and dissenting voices is a temporary one. It's not progress. It's not growth. It's not development. If you want to have lasting progress and change and growth, there needs to be discourse. There needs to be discussion, not screaming and yelling and making a fucking scene and trying to be the loudest, most vocal person in the room. That's not how adults cope with things. That's how babies act when they can't get their way. And they act that way because they lack proper communication skills. And unfortunately, we have an entire country that by and wide was not properly taught how to have discourse like adults. It's a systematic failing. Uh, Partly it's knee-jerk overcompensation, but it has been encouraged over the last 20, 30 years by the media, by the politicians, because... A divided house is a lot easier to rule. That's not a new concept. It's not a foreign concept. It's just something that they don't teach us anymore because teaching people that would arm them against it. It would make them act in a manner that is not conducive to the people that are in control, having as much control and as much power and as much ability to get away with doing whatever the fuck they want that they are currently enjoying. You want a prime example of it? Look at all the politicians out there who have been saying you have to stay home. You can't go to work. You can't go grocery shopping if you don't have a vaccine passport. If you're not following our rules, you cannot do these things. Meanwhile, vaccine mandates do not apply to Congress. They do not apply to the Senate. They do not apply to the White House. None of them have to get the jab to keep doing what they do. None of them have to provide that documentation to go out and feed their families. None of them have to provide that documentation to have a life. 
None of them have to even be proficient at their jobs to keep them. They have no reason to change the system. They have no reason to make our lives better. And anyone who tells you that they're trying to make your life better is just trying to better their own situation. That's the long and the short of it. Career politicians are all just garbage human beings. And the system is broken, and it needs to be fixed. And we're not going to do that by screaming at each other. We're not going to do that by telling each other how fucking stupid we think we, we all are. To do that, we have to come together. We have to talk like grown-ups. When someone says something you don't like, that doesn't mean you scream at them. That does not mean you try and end their livelihood. That does not mean you try and take everything they have because you don't agree with them. You don't try and ruin somebody for having a different opinion of you because that is never going to breed understanding. That is never going to make someone change their school of thought. If you don't like the way people view you and you don't like the way people are treating you, you need to look at the way you are behaving and ask yourself whether that warrants better treatment. You trying to force your beliefs on somebody because you don't like their beliefs is the exact same shit you're blaming them of doing. So the thing you have to be able to do is you have to be able to sit down and talk to somebody. You have to be able to sit down and have conversations. That's one of the reasons why I'm bringing more guests onto the show. And some of those guests will be people that my current batch of regular listeners may not necessarily agree with. Because without further input, without seeing things from other points of view, I'm going to fall into the same trap that I see all these other people falling into. I don't want to be in an echo chamber. I don't want to have people telling me shit that I already believe because that's going to make me feel better. I want to have uncomfortable conversations. I want to have my beliefs challenged. I want to have my thoughts presented back to me with someone else's perspective on them. That's how you grow. That's how you develop. That's how you get better. When we were kids and we used to play, we all had pretty fucked up ideas about how the world worked, and a lot of them were very fucking wrong. We didn't become adults by continuing to believe our fucked up, baseless ideas. We became adults by looking at the way the world works and adapting. That's why I consider so many people walking the streets these days as just old fucking children. They're not adults. They never grew up. They never developed. They never got past a certain point. They are functionally impaired, whether it's emotionally in some cases, cognitively in some cases. Some people are just gullible as fuck. And that's not a new thing, but it's a much more common thing. The, the same And the cognitive disconnect that comes into play, when you have the same people that are saying they don't trust the government, they want the military defunded, they want the police defunded, and then start screaming about how socialism is the answer for all of society's problems, that is literally the exact opposite of everything else you are trying to pitch. If you want small government, you want small police forces, you want a smaller military, you don't want your tax money being spent on shit like planes and bombs, and you think it should be going to education and food, you do not give it to a bunch of fucking socialists. Because socialism is a broken system. It has failed everywhere it has been tried. And even in the two countries where they try and say it's successful at this point, and this is after saying Venezuela is a shithole, it's functionally in the toilet, it's falling apart, it's a third world country. Cuba is a functional shithole, and people are protesting and rioting there 
Uh, you don't really hear anything about it beyond the first few days when it was happening. As far as I'm aware of, it's still going on. Shit's still going sideways there. There has not been some peaceful resolution where the Socialist Party came out and fixed the country and everyone's living in paradise now. It's still a fucking mess. Because the system doesn't work. Because it's people who seem to think the government needs to be huge in controlling every facet of your life. The problem with that is the government doesn't have your best interest at heart. So it never does. With the current social media climate and a lot of other things, just saying these things is probably going to get me on a fucking watch list. And I'm not saying, I am not endorsing violent overthrows or revolutions or any of that other shit. I say we need to go back to talking to each other and being adults and holding these jack wagons accountable. And it's realistically not that out of the realm of possibility. I don't think we have progressed to the point where we are at a point of no return. I think there is still a chance if people can sit down, if the right people can just hear this message and think about it for a little bit. I'm not saying I know all the answers. I'm not saying I know what's best for the world. I have some beliefs that I think would make all of us a lot happier. I think things would be a lot better for all of us if we could just get on board with some basic things that used to be basic courtesy and human decency. It's not a hard concept. It's what Everybody says they want the left, the right, the middle, the independents. Everybody says they want human decency and rights and equality and fairness and justice. The problem is everyone has a very myopic view of what those things mean and what those things are. And I have some thoughts. Like I said, I've been thinking about this for the last couple of weeks, particularly in the light of some of the people that I'm going to be having come on the show that are not necessarily people I am ideolog ideologically aligned with. They're still decent people. I still respect them. I, does, I don't necessarily agree with everything they say. And that's not a new concept. There are a lot of people out there that I respect as people. I respect as human beings. I respect their intentions. Because they want good things for people. They want people to not be shitty. That's what I want. And there will be people like that coming onto the show in the coming year. There will be ideas presented and discussed and I'm sure to some extent debated that will not necessarily be things that I agree with or that you, the listener, agree with. That doesn't mean I'm going to try and silence them. It doesn't mean I'm going to try and over-talk them and yell and shout and take them down. Now, granted, there's always the possibility that people will try to do that to me, but at the end of the day, this is still my fucking show. If they want to bring me on their shows or on their platforms or their YouTube channels or their Twitch streams or whatever, wherever I happen to find the people that want to come on the show, whether they be other podcast hosts or just random-ass people that are trying to have a platform to discuss stuff, then they are more than welcome to try and shout me down on their show. But on my show, that's not going to happen. As long as you're friendly towards me, I'll be friendly towards you. As long as you're civil towards me, I'll be civil towards you. You start trying to pull that, I'm going to talk over you and I'm going to shout my wares and I'm going to scream my truths from the rooftop shit. Depending on how bad you get and how just obnoxious and ridiculous you're being, I'm either going to try and talk you down and I'm going to logic you apart until you cry, or I'm just going to boot you. I mean, at the end of the day, I do reserve that right. It's my fucking show. Now... I try to be fair, I try to play nice, I try to be open-minded. 
as long as the content and the discussion and the discourse is respectful. And that's going to be the tone that I'm going to try and set for these upcoming interviews and these upcoming guest spots on the show. So, yeah, that's going to be what's coming down the pike this year. And now we're going to take a little break so I can stick in an ad spot and try and generate a little revenue so I can get more toys so I can make this a better show for y'all and maybe get some cool merch made and shit. So, yeah, we'll be back in a couple of minutes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so thanks for listening to that. Uh, now, here's the thing. Like I said, I've been given the way this show's going to go in the coming years a lot of thought, and I'm not planning on going anywhere. I want to keep doing this, and I want to keep it fresh, and I want to keep it entertaining for you guys. I would love to see the show grow. I would love it if people could talk and spread the word and get more. Tell people you like. Tell people you don't like. Tell people you think will appreciate it. Tell people that you think will get pissed off and get all annoyed and try and listen to the entire back catalog so they can find shit to be mad about. I, I really, I don't care. I want to grow the show. I want to, the more that I can grow the show, the more interaction I can get, the more participation I get from you guys. Go join the Facebook group. Follow me on all the social media platforms. Interact. It will be so helpful. It will make things better. And that's, that's what I want. I want this to be better because I think if we can get people talking, we can get different kinds of people listening and expand some minds and open some eyes and get people thinking because that's how we change the world. That's how we take our power back. That's how we get things back on track. It's not by being the loudest. It's not by canceling people that don't agree with you. It's not by fucking up people's lives and making it a confrontational scenario. That's not how you win hearts and minds. You win hearts and minds by treating people like people. You win hearts and minds by showing them why your way is better. Not by telling them their way is wrong, but by showing them your point of view. By talking like grown-ups. By allowing people to get to their own conclusions. You forced Any kind of forced consent, any kind of forced acceptance is never going to be lasting. It, it has no... Base. There's no strong foundation for it to be built off of. Anything that you're coerced into, anything you're forced into, doesn't last. It's not real change. It's not true change. You can't legislate decency. You can't make people into what you want them to be simply by making what you have a problem with illegal. If that was the case, the world would be a completely different place today than it actually is because laws would be put into place. They would stay there because that would change people's mindsets because, oh, well, it's illegal, so it must be bad and it must it must be right because it is legal. And that's the problem is that's not how people work. That's not how people think. And it used to be that when you were in school, you would learn these things. And they've changed the curriculum because knowing these things makes us smarter. It makes us 
more accepting. It makes us more empathic, more understanding, more just decent. It's not about being loud and saying my side's right because I have the legal high ground. It's not about saying my side is right because we're making the most noise. It's about saying, look, this is how my life and my lifestyle and my choices has benefited me. If you want these things, this is how you get there. It's about showing that your way is right, not just insisting it without anything to back it up. And if you are dealing with people who don't have the same goals, who don't have the same end game in mind, they don't have the same desires in place, you have to be accepting of that. You can't force them to change. All you can do is live your best life and hope that they see you living happier than them and decide to try and make a change on their own. It sounds cliche and it sounds kind of hokey to fucking say it, but it's one of those things. Change really is an internal thing. Change cannot be forced on someone. It cannot be an external thing. It has to be an internal decision. It has to be something you want to do. That has never been the case because someone has said, you can't do this because it's illegal because I have a problem with it. There are thousands and thousands of people that are junkies because it doesn't matter that it's illegal. It doesn't matter that it's not good for them. They don't have that inner desire to change, and they don't have that inner drive to do something different. The legality of it doesn't fucking matter. Now, I mean, granted, in the case of drugs, that is a slightly different thing. That is a chemical dependency, and there are psychological issues that go into it just as much that we would have a lot. I've said it before. We would have a lot less drug problems if we decriminalized drugs, taxed them sufficiently to provide the appropriate mental care for the people that are on drugs and treating it as a health issue instead of a criminal issue. That's just as long as they're not hurting anybody and they're only destroying their own bodies, they shouldn't be being treated like criminals. They should be treated like they're fucking sick because they are. Dependency and addiction are real things. It's been proven it's and that's one of those things you want to talk about oh well i would rather have my money going to health than, than to war yeah, you know what i don't think any of us really want to go to war it's not a positive aspect it's more a consequence of saying you want to force your beliefs on everybody else and they don't want to accept them again it comes back down to the whole trying to force your shit on somebody else it doesn't work on a small scale it doesn't work on a big fucking scale and realistically, I think a lot of people don't understand that concept because, one of, again, one of those talking points that I, I'm sure I discussed it in a previous episode that was the left saying, if you guys don't get on board, you're going to be facing a civil war, not realizing the people they're threatening that shit to are way more prepared for it than they are. And they're not going to lay down just because you try and threaten them. They're going to say, come and get it because they're ready for it and you're fucking not. So you need to redress your thought processes. You can't say, well, we're, we're the ones holding the stick right now because they're not worried about the stick because they, they're not going to focus on the stick. They're going to focus on breaking the hand that's holding it. And I think part of that problem is a lot of these people that have watched social media and the general media, the mainstream media, and society in general at this point knuckling under to this social pressure, to these people that are calling for cancel culture bullshit and calling for basically violent enforcement of their will upon other people. And a lot of people have been knuckling under, but they're getting sick of it. And it's showing. And it's, it, again, 
it's there's pushback that you're not breeding understanding by forcing people to do what you want. You're breeding resentment and hatred and ill will. You're building the army that's going to strike you down. And if they still taught history in school, a lot more people would see it because it has happened over and over and over again. Governments are formed. They become bureaucratic machines. They become bloated and inefficient. The people become entitled and lazy and stupid. And then shit goes sideways in the worst way. It's been memed. It's an old saying. It's very true. So hard times make for hard men. Hard men make for soft times. Soft times make for soft men. Soft men make hard times. We're in the soft men hard times swing right here. And like I said, I really believe we can cut it off at the knees. We can supersede the shit show that's coming. But it's going to require a lot of people eating some fucking crow and acknowledging that they don't have all the answers. They don't hold the ultimate right in their fucking palm. We have to find uh, arrangements and agreements that are acceptable for everyone. It may not be ideally everything that you fucking want, but if it's acceptable to both sides, it's a better answer than what is coming. And realistically, like I said, I think the key is understanding. The key is conversations. The key is being able to talk to people without it degenerating into a screaming match, without it devolving into a another stupid pissing contest. You say, oh, my way is right because I said so, or my way is right because I said so. Maybe both ways are fucking wrong, and that never occurs to anybody anymore. Maybe you're both a little bit right. Maybe you're both a little bit fucking wrong. But it's time to start having grown-up conversations and hashing these things out. And then once it happens and you have those grown-up conversations and you hash things out and you find an acceptable middle ground, you have to go back to your extremes and try and spread the message without being a pushy dick about it. Once you come to some sort of commonality, some sort of common ground, one of those things where it's, you know, we can all agree that certain things are good. Everybody wants to be happy. Everybody wants to be accepted. If you are something in your life that you identify as that makes you happy, somebody else shouldn't be able to take that away from you because of their religious beliefs. Now, conversely, if you believe those things are wrong, somebody else shouldn't be able to tell you you can't practice your religion or you can't have your beliefs or we're going to end you and we're going to end your career and end your well-being. They have the right not to patronize wherever you work. They have the right not to deal with you personally. They don't have the right to end your right to have a, a life. And that's what we need to realize because both sides are trying to do that right now and it needs to stop. We, we still have time to turn this fucking card around, but somebody's got to actually grab the reins and say, you know what, enough's enough. This shit's not okay. And we have to be willing to call out shit that isn't okay in such a manner as to address it and fix it without blame and without saying this is your fucking fault and this is because you won't listen to me. Certain things are just fundamentally wrong. And I'm not going to try and excuse them anymore. I've said it plenty of times. Judging people based on shit they have literally zero control over is fucking wrong. It's weak-minded. It's fucking stupid. Hating someone because of where they were born 
or what color they are or anything that they don't make an active choice to be that way. And honestly, while I do not agree with, say, the people that are out there saying, oh, well, I'm going to teach. And this is something I did see recently. I saw a TikToker who was saying, oh, well, I, I'm a preschool teacher and I identify as a transgender, queer, non-binary, and I'm with your kids and I'm going to teach them acceptance. Sexuality and all the other aspects of that have no place in a preschool. I don't give a fuck if you're straight, if you're gay, if you're queer, if you're non-binary, you're any one of the options that are out there that people feel they need to define themselves by. None of it should be in a preschool at all. Kids should be allowed to be kids. Now, I've never really agreed with the whole boys toys versus girls toys thing and all this other shit that the people that are saying these things, which, well, well, I'm going to teach your kids acceptance. Teaching people acceptance does not mean teaching them your agenda or your indoctrination. Teaching people acceptance means you teach the kids to accept everyone. Like who you like. Enjoy what you enjoy. Do what makes you happy. As long as you're not hurting anybody else. That's acceptance. That is literally all a kid needs to be taught at that age. And when health and sexuality issues start becoming relevant, you know, at the onset of puberty, not that they're ready to be having sex, although I vaguely remember what it was like to be that age myself, and Lord knows I would have been interested, doesn't necessarily mean they're ready. We all know that as adults. But that is when you can start talking to them about how their feelings are, are applicable, not forcing them to feel a certain way, not telling them what they should be feeling that is right or wrong, but just kind of explaining the general mechanics of this is what's going on in your body. Your hormones are changing, yada, yada, yada. Brain chemistry is getting all out of whack. You're going to start getting hairy in weird places, which is okay. You're going to start looking at people in a different light and starting to look at them and be attracted to them. And that's when you start saying, you know what? Love who you love, as long as you're not hurting anybody. You don't have a right to force yourself on anybody. And that goes across the board. Anyone should be getting these basic educational steps. But until they're relevant, until it becomes an actual issue, keep your fucking agenda to yourself. That is how we fix the situation. And I'm just saying that as an example. That is not just in relation to sexuality. Just that everybody knows at this point that is a sticking button for me. Kids deserve the right to be kids. They should. And predators are fucking subhuman. They are not decent people. You should not be grooming children. You should not be forcing yourself on anyone. You should not be screwing livestock. Animals can't consent. Ba means no. Get your shit together. Just because you can doesn't mean you should, Cletus. I know a sheep can't say no, but they can't say yes either. And I know in the animal kingdom, I've, I've actually heard this argument, in the animal kingdom, there's no such thing as consent. That's true. There's also no, no such thing as cognition. There's no such thing as consciousness, actual mental acuity which humans possess that other animals do not. And there has been science that some animals possess certain degrees to, say, the equivalency of children. And, you know, elephants will mourn their dead for years and... Whales communicate across hundreds of miles, and there are amazing creatures out there. Still does not mean they're evolved to the point of human consciousness. And so, therefore, 
we don't have to apply our, our, our morals and our beliefs to their behavior. We only have to apply it to our behavior. That's kind of how it works. That kind of goes back into the minding your own fucking business. If they had society and they had structure and we're supposed to be more evolved from them, we're supposed to be higher, higher up on the chain than them, that means we don't use their behavior to justify our own. We're supposed to be above that. We're supposed to be better than that. And if you say you don't feel that way and you don't subscribe to that belief, then you are subhuman. And subsequently, you should not be afforded the rights and responsibilities of humanity. You should be fed first into a chipper shredder or disposed of in many other fun ways that I'm sure if I sat down and thought about it, I don't have any sympathy for those people. Whether you are a domestic abuser, if you are a rapist, if you are a pedophile, if you are a kitty diddler, if you're caught grooming kids so when, oh, well, she's 18 now or he's 18 now, I just I just spent the last 15 years convincing them that they're in love with me. You know, no, fuck you. You're a predator. You're a piece of shit. You go on the chipper shredder, too. But beyond that, for adults that are in a healthy state of mind, love is love. Love who you're attracted to. Feel good about who makes you feel good. Do things that make you feel good and love yourself. Embrace yourself. We could do a lot more for our own mental health, and a little acceptance would go miles towards making us all happier. Just being able to say, you don't believe the same thing as I do, but you're just as entitled to live your life as I am. And that goes to the right, the left, the people in the middle. Everybody should have that right. That is a basic human right. And... The powers that be are the ones that are taking those rights from us, whether you're looking at things on the right or the left, either side of the political spectrum. It's the ones trying to steer society that are telling us we don't have those rights and we shouldn't have those rights. And they're trying to take them away because taking them away from us ensures their own well-being. It is a it is dominance. It is not being done for society's best interest, not being done for the best interest of any of us. It's being done for their own general depravity. We are at a point where our government was not meant to be a career. The system was not meant to be installed where people would be doing this for their entire lives. They would not be aging out or dying to leave their office. They would come do their service and leave. It was supposed to be a service. I've said that before too. This was not supposed to be a career path and the people who have made it into a career path and done everything in their power to ensure that they are the ones who benefit from it. It is not beneficial for us. It is, And they are the ones that are keeping it, fanning the flames of division. They are the ones that keep telling us that we need them when in reality they need us. And we need to realize that. We can only realize that by coming together. This tearing each other apart shit has to stop. The constant arguing and division over dumb shit, over things that don't matter, over things that at the end of the day, are not important. And I'm not saying that they don't necessarily matter to individuals on an individual basis, but in the grand scheme of things, they don't make a lick of fucking difference. Horrible shit that was done to people that are not you directly should not be fucking up your whole life other than the fact that those horrible things were allowed to happen in the first place. And instead of trying to legislate and go through a broken system to try and make change in the world, it's time that we start changing ourselves so the system will have to change to suit us. And you can't do that coming from a place of hate. You can't do that coming from a place of force. You can't do that coming from a place of dominance. 
the only way to make any real lasting change is to come from a place of unity and understanding and forgiveness and kindness and acceptance. It's uh, ridiculous to me that as such an angry motherfucker as myself has to be the one saying these things. I mean, I am literally becoming the embodiment of like aggressive positivity. It's ridiculous. I'm spouting all this shit to my own ears sounds so hippie-ish, but it's fundamental and it's true. And we can all see that if we just take the time to sit back and kind of look at it as a filter for the world, not, you know, suspend your own beliefs for a few minutes and your own biases and all the shit that people are telling you you're supposed to believe and just stop and think about it for a few minutes. Really think about it. If people accepted you and allowed you to live your best life and just minded their own fucking business and what they did did not directly impact your day-to-day at all, what difference does it fucking make? You accept them, they accept you. They don't have to, you know, make some big scene to tell you you're special and everything is super important because you're allowed to just be. And they're allowed to just be and be content and have their lot in life. It's acceptance. It's it's peace. It's not hard to figure out. It's just hard to enact. And we need to be better. We need to do better. I keep saying it. And beyond that, go check out the website. I had to say it podcast.com. Find me on the socials. Check out the merch shop. Check out all the links. Sign up for the newsletter. And for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow. Give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms that I had to say at podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program, things I've talked about. There are some links available for some merch that we're working on, and there are ways to contact us there as well. And thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.